cheese. Cheese is good. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you're having a wonderful Saturday night. Did I know we are. Wonderful. Hello. Hello. What are you gargling over there? I don't know. I hope you're having a wonderful Saturday night. Man, I, I hope you're having fun watching this show tonight. We had a great guest on. Dude, very impressed. I, I got to be honest with you. Very impressed with Maddie. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, coming on the show... Very well spoken, uh, has a plan, yeah. put it in place, fishing the elites. It's impressive. It is Very impressive. impressive. What's really kind of neat, we, we didn't get into this, but uh, he fished with Kevin Short. Yes. Out in Vegas. K-Pink. And he used the square bill to win. He did. At Wachital. He did. Based on his influence of watching Kevin out there and, and his other videos. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and watching Kevin on Bash U, Bash U, which yep. was awesome. I yeah. wanted to, I wanted to say this to him when Maddie was on, but I saw something when he was fishing that national championship. So I was following it along, and they have the um, the photographers, you know, have the images from the day, right? Mm -hmm. And the images after the second day, because Maddie, I think, had an okay first day, and then the second day he had another decent day, so he, he started getting up in his division. So they had pictures of him fishing on the second day. Watch Tall River, place he's never been. Red Shed Culprit. No, sweatpants. <laughs> I, I saw that, and it's funny. Like I know, I, There's a connection here. Follow me. With Do this they one. still call them sweatpants? Yeah, sweats or joggers, joggers, whatever they were. But, but go ahead. What's the connection? The connection is this. How many fishing guys, pro or non-pro, have you seen fishing in? Joggers and sweatpants. Yeah. None. I think it's a I, new thing. It's a new trend, though. Is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, I, guys with little dicks are putting sweats on to look, make it look bigger. All right. Well, I didn't know and that. I don't but, mean that about Maddie, but it's, yeah. a, it's a new trend that I heard okay. about. Okay. Well, but, but here's what I thought when <laughs> yeah, I saw not, it. Not, not about you, man. All right. Well, here's what I thought when I saw it. When I saw it, like, I looked at all the pictures, all the dudes, <laughs> every dude, regular, tucked in, bullshit khakis, whatever. Yeah. And then I saw Maddie with sweatpants, and I'm like, just dude. felt loose. Well, felt like honestly, like loose and comfortable. I'm like, that's fucking dude. that dude's cool. You know, like he's loose. Yeah, and again, I didn't mean that. Though. Yeah, no, Those, everybody else. You think about it, right? You're up there having to move efficiently, covered back from front deck to back deck. Yeah. I mean, they're athletic pants. Right. But you got no pockets, but you, but 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 they lack in the pocket department. Well, there's no side pocket. There's no nah, belt to clip stuff on. They have some that have pockets. Hey, yeah, no sure. belt, yeah, but it lets you move. Uh, it yeah. lets you I move. I don't think I've ever seen Brian in sweatpants. I I used to rock the shit out of sweatpants back in the '80s when you were supposed to. Yeah, when and, you were and then when you were dating advanced. when you were dating Tina, you wore sweatpants. <laughs> I remember right that. We all wore <laughs> cut off sweatshorts. I don't. I don't think Brian played with toys when he was a kid or had sweatpants. Dude. I don't remember toys. No toys, no, no sweatpants. No, like, because, like, when we were at that age, I remember you didn't have any, like, residue toys still laying around somewhere. Uh, I mean, yeah, I had, I had the had, uh, like, evil Knievel that you wound up. And blow darts stuff and, like, wrist rockets and stuff what you, like What that. you did have, though, I remember. I had sweatpants. And this, I, uh, this I, 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 in my mind, I have a photograph of this. Your room, you had all those posters, the, the velvety posters. Those blacklight posters. That when you put the blacklight on. They'd all illuminate. You remember that, Pete? You're from yeah, the 70s. Yeah, you remember dude. That? Yeah. <laughs> you know where he got them at, too. Yeah. He got them at East. East. Shop called East. Spencer's. That and Chinese Stars. Um, it's been a great show. Uh, we, we're going to switch gears here, uh, Bri, in a second here. We're going to get our friend uh, Billy Egan on uh, in a second. I don't, I, I don't know if he's on yet, but we're going to cue him up here in a second. Billy's going to come on and talk about a amazing benefit uh, that they're doing for Aaron, and uh, it, it's really amazing. I've been watching the post, Pete, and it, it, he's going to give us the specifics, but the donations coming in from everything from monetary to jerseys. I saw Rick Clun donated jerseys yeah. uh, to the guide trips yep. to product, like all this stuff coming in. Dude, it, 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 it makes me feel good just watching it, you know, that that many people are supporting uh, Aaron and his family. and uh, uh, Anybody, it, I, I mean, anybody that Aaron came into contact with yeah. is, is, was impacted by him. Yeah, well, look at Maddie. We had sure. Maddie on, yep. and yeah. Maddie never met Aaron, yeah. but you could clearly see the impact Aaron had on Maddie. Yeah. And, and they never met, right? And that's right. The, we talked about that in our Aaron tribute show, but that, that's, 
very, uh, it's amazing when someone has influence on people like that in a positive way, you know, so, but um, let's get Billy on, because I, I want to know more about this, this is, an, this is a big important thing that he's doing, uh, joining us now on the Ike Live Show, we've got Mr. Billy Egan, Juan Bash joining us, yes, hey. what's up bro, how you doing? Good. How are you guys? Can you hear me okay? I can hear you okay. Real quick before we start, I want I do want to let you know something. Um, I okay. got to fish the U.S. Open this year, Pete. Yeah. I loved it. I freaking loved it. It was amazing. It was a dream come true for Gosh, me. I want to fish that tournament. It's such a cool event. And I told Billy when I left, I said, I'll be back next year. You know, because not just from a standpoint of wanting to go back and win. Like, mm. I, I do. That's, that's a thing that I want to do now. But the way the tournament was run... The meeting, the people, the the lodging, the lake, the scene, like the whole thing was I'm I'm just taken back by it, right? We uh just to let you know, Billy, we Becky and I booked the houseboat this week for the date. So we will nice. see you again in October. Very excited to come back next fall. Try it's again. awesome. It's all it was awesome to have you. Uh, you know, I've been doing this now eleven years and I've been trying to get you to come out those whole 11 years and yeah. to have you come out and be a part of it. And, you know, I always tell everybody that fishes either the U S open or really any of our open tournaments because of the shared weight format, which is so unique and so different yeah. and nobody really knows it unless you're from the West coast. Cause there aren't many other people that do it. You it, it's an experience that you'll never forget in your lifetime. And you build relationships with people that you've maybe never met before that become people that you are lifetime friends with. Yeah, and I and I always tell somebody if you fish it once, you'll be back every time because you, you, it hooks you up. I'd I'd agree I'd agree with that hundred percent. And I and and I love the, the the challenge of the fishing, but the the community there was that feel of a community feel was so awesome. Like I didn't want that day to be canceled. You know, we <laughs> we had a day canceled. Nobody wanted to sit uh, for a day, but no. I had so much fun going houseboat to houseboat and talking and chatting and seeing old friends, meeting new friends. Like that was a fun day off. That was that's uh, pretty amazing. Yeah, that, it was so cool. That house that houseboat alley that you guys are all staying in is is a unique experience just seeing cuz I'll go down and hang out with everybody. We didn't get a whole lot, a lot of time to hang out, but uh it's an experience down there. Just the camaraderie and and the people and the respect that that event gets and yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, how it's built been built back up to where it's at now. I mean, $100,000 payout tournament, you know, out here on the West Coast, that's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's a big event. Um, speaking of past champions and speaking of that event, uh, it's become a benchmark. Uh, the, uh, I, we've heard it said different ways, but one of the toughest tournaments to win, right? It's like the Ironman of, of, yeah. of yeah. fishing. But Aaron, uh, of course, a multi-winner there uh, at that event. And uh, g give us the update, Bill. We, I, I filled in everybody a little bit, but you're doing a great fundraising thing. We've got it coming up, I think, in just a couple weeks here, right? Is it, is it this Friday coming? It's actually, it's actually next Saturday. The next 18th, Saturday, yeah. December 18th. Yep. Um, it's at Lake Casitas, uh, which is in kind of Ventura County area. It was one of two lakes that Carol and uh, Aaron started their whole career at. Either it was Casitas or Castaic back in the day, or Piru up there. Um, you know, that's that's where he and his mom and his family found the the love of bass fishing. So, yeah. you know, it, it, I, just like everybody else, I happened to be in Cabo running a big tuna tournament at the time when Aaron actually passed. And he and I met at the 2010 US Open. I had obviously known who he was. Um, it was in, an honor to meet him then, but I think we had 112 boats at the U S open that year. You know, there was a lull back in that 2008 economy stuff that had happened. Yeah. And, uh, Aaron and I hit it off, off right off the bat. Like anybody who's ever been around him, whether you're a stranger or somebody that's known him for a while, he makes you feel like you're the only person in the world at the moment that yeah. he's talking to, wow. you know, yeah. and, so and true. He, he made you feel connected. To whatever that moment was and he, he leaned over to me i think clifford perch won it that year uh who's the only other guy that's won it three times um besides mike folkstad who is retired but uh he leaned over and he said hey bill we need to get this tournament to 200 votes 
and I'm here to help you. And anything I can do to help you, you just call me anytime. And from that day forward, we would just connect. And you know, you know, Mike and, and John Murray and Velvet and Skeet, he was the type of person that would just randomly call you yeah. and just you'd be like, Oh, hey Aaron, what's going on? I just called to say love you, bro. Yeah. Want to see how you are. Yeah. You know, and the weirdest thing was, you know, as men, we're we're machismo guys you know and saying i love you to another guy is uh, not something that we really knew a lot at in our age group yeah and he was the first person that you know looked me in the face and told me hey i love you man and i was like at first caught off but he told me he goes don't ever be afraid to tell somebody you love them no matter who they are yeah and uh from that day forward i've always told people that i connect with the same thing and they give you that deer in the headlight look, but it's okay. It's yeah. okay to do that. And it, it was his special thing. So anyways, I like everybody else, when we found out it was very, very disheartening, obviously, but it was nice to know that he was no longer in pain and that he was in a different place and that he was a godly person. Um, so I asked uh, Carol when she reached out to me, I said, uh, so where is it? What time? How can I, when can I be there? Yeah. And she and, and Leslie had talked and they didn't want to, or were afraid to do something because they didn't know if it was something that would be able to be contained or if it was something that would just overflow with all the support, which obviously with somebody like Aaron and the type of person he was yeah, garnishes that type. And so it was, it was, obviously uh something that they were worried about and i i immediately i said look i this is what i do i put on events yeah let me let me do it for you because it's deserving of him for at least the west coast people who didn't get an opportunity maybe to see him in alabama in the last month or two months of his life yeah to have a time to tell story like maddie says you yeah. know to get together uh and embrace each other and have an opportunity to just remember what was so special about him and what he meant to the fishing industry, uh, to all of us. And so I came up with the idea of starting the hog snatcher benefit, uh, which is hashtag hog snatcher benefit. We've been posting everything we can about it. It's a day at Lake Acetas, December 18th from noon to six o'clock. Anybody and everybody is welcome to come. Uh, there is no charge to come in. There's a there's free parking, um, but we're gonna have uh, live music from two to five o'clock from a great up starting band, uh, a girl band name of Samantha Carey that I found uh, through a connection of mine. And uh, so it's, we've got banners made. We teamed up with Bassmaster and uh, Sego Salto and few other people that could give us as much images and video that we could compile and another volunteer young kid named Skeeter Johnson got reached out to me and he put together an hour-long photo video remembrance of Aaron uh, all the music and it, <laughs> When I watched the edit part, it was just, it was, it was overwhelming, yeah. you know, yeah. and to, to know that all of us together as a community, this isn't a Wombass thing. This isn't a organizational thing. This is something for somebody that meant so much to so many people to have the moment and for his kids to have an hour long piece that capsulizes his life is it tore me up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, so. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, th this is an amazing thing. Um, the, the, the first question I have, and I know I'm not monitoring the, the I am, and Dave is here, but I know Cheers, this, this question's coming through. Cheers. Um, we've got a lot of people watching and listening right now the that they, they're watching and listening to this right now, and they're saying, I didn't know Aaron, but I loved Aaron. He inspired me. I want to help. If there's people watching right now, and, and they want to get involved in this. They live in the Midwest. They live in the East Coast. They live in Canada. Can can people get involved in this, Billy? Yes. Um, part of that hashtag uh, 
hog snatcher benefit is on Facebook. There's a group page that's uh, titled the same thing. There's also an event page that's titled the same way. Join the group page. There is so many things happening, which, you know, originally it was just a gathering to get people together and get the community together. And now the sponsors have donated items, rods, reels, uh, lure packs, you name it, so that we can offer people that are willing to and don't have to donate to the GoFundMe uh, page that we created, which is also the Hog Snatcher Benefit for Aaron Martin's uh, on GoFundMe, which you can find on the Facebook group page or the event page, or we're actually having a website come out real soon called, uh, which is hogsnatcherbenefit.com, which will house a lot of the information, the stories, the videos, the things that have kind of happened through this whole, it's just, it's like the mud sticking to the tires and it's getting, it's rolling. Things are just, and you guys, I mean, Mike, you sent in a signed autograph, Jersey, Rick Clund did, Kevin John, uh, Kevin Linehan from Mercury got involved. He's a good buddy of mine and Todd Woods. They've got over 150 of you guys sending in signed Jersey, which, which we're going to set aside and, and create a website so that people can auction on those. It's, it's the largest Jersey drive ever put together. Wow. Literally for one person. So all the money that's going to be generated for that, and that's going to go on for months. We're going to have this website put up where people can auction or bid on these jerseys that will directly benefit Leslie and the kids. So that's the most important thing to me is it's great that so many people are doing things for Aaron and in Aaron's name, but if it's not directly affecting Leslie and the kids, make sure it is, you know, somehow make sure it is. So the GoFundMe has created so far over somewhere almost close to $15,000. My original goal is 20, but we've had, people donate already about $15,000 in, in donations for the uh, expenses of the event itself um, for the stage, the lighting, the, all the things that we have to do to make this thing come together. Um, all these jerseys that are being given, we've got guys that are often guide services for, you know, the money that's raised will go directly to, to Leslie and the kids. So, yeah. you know, check out the group page on Facebook. It's a hog snatcher benefit. Uh, at uh, a group page. You can also go to the event page itself to find out information. Um, Soon the website will be developed. And uh, if you're able to come out December 18th to the show, there's a lot of people flying in. I know Byron is. I know Kent Brown's coming down. Uh, Chris and Trades Aldana talked about coming out. We'll also have live Facebook uh, broadcasts for moments there, or maybe the band or some of the speakers that we have. And of all those photos and all that stuff that we created, I had, I think it's five 20 foot long banners that are collages of basically his whole life so that people can spend a moment and look at them. Uh, another one's a big whiteboard where everybody can leave a message and a note for uh, Leslie to take home with them. So it's, it's it's amazing. The the outpouring and the outreach is crazy. And the more that you guys like you share this information, the more people reach it because Aaron touched so many people. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's true. It sounds like an awesome event. And you know, it's interesting when, when someone passes like that, you know, there's a period of like sadness and mourning and, and, you know, it just, it, it kills you. But then as time goes on, it turns into a celebration of his life, you know, and a celebration of who Aaron was. Um, and that's what this sounds like. It's, it's going to be an awesome event. Um, yeah, we're, we're – man, we would have we loved to be there. We can't be there. We're going to be there in spirit. But here's the great thing. I, you know Aaron's going to be there with you guys hanging out. You know it. He's, he's going to be chilling with you guys. You know that, right? Right. Well, that was one one of the things that got this whole thing started is uh, Aaron, you know, I believe he came to me afterwards and uh, one of the posts, if you go on my own personal Facebook page was, I think Aaron was speaking to me last night and I'm, my duty is to put this on for him and his family and to help support his wife and his kids in this situation, because I'm a, I'm a father of two kids. I've got a 13 
or a 14 and a 15 year old son and daughter. I mean, to, to, to have them be left without me right yeah. now yeah. is devastating. Yeah. And, you know, all these different things, I haven't cried this much in a long time in yeah. the last few weeks. And it's the kindness and the donations. And, you know, I had somebody call me up. They're like, Hey, Bill, what do you need some help with? And I'm like, well, God, you know, the expenses for this thing are just getting crazy. And he goes, can I, if I how about, can I give you five grand? And I was like, shut up. And he's like, no, 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 you need more. And I'm like, I just started crying. I'm like, yeah. I love you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And uh, whatever we can do, together i mean the u.s open was something very very special to aaron and like yeah. you mentioned rick clun put it i think the best that i've ever heard so far is you know you guys do a lot of different things out there in the east and you you know bassmaster and mlf and all that stuff but to call yourself a true champion the u.s open's got to be one of those titles that you that you own i'd agree yeah and it's it's unique it's so different it's like fishing on the moon yeah, um, it's the best way I can explain. It's exactly, it. like that's a good analogy. I never that's heard a, that before. That's a good analogy. It yeah. really is. That's what I felt like when we were out there with a Bassmasters tournament. I'm I'm driving through the desert looking at cactus. Oh yeah, and the and and donkeys, like de <laughs> de jackass, <laughs> desert everywhere. desert <laughs> donk. And like these things, they're so donkeys? big. They're so yeah. big, and there's no food. I'm you like, saw how do they get so big? Mirage from Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pete saw a mirage. It was yeah. just a double whopper or a cheeseburger. Yeah. Yeah. He tried to get to it. He couldn't quite get to it. He's just that reaching. An old country buffet. <laughs> just reaching no, for it. That that's next, not next that's year's not what the 40th anniversary. <laughs> yeah. Next year's the 40th anniversary of the U.S. Open, so we're looking to go big and hopefully we can wow. get uh, a little more water in the lake. But you know, either way, we'll, we're going to make it happen. You were there this year. We had to modify how we typically do our tournaments, and it actually ran better than anybody thought it would. It ran great. And everybody wants yeah. me to do it that way from now on. It ran great. It ran great. It was awesome. Um, I appreciate that. I, Billy, I've got to corner you on this real quick because we talked about it at the beginning of the show. Yes. Uh, did, you, you can say whatever you want or don't say whatever you want. Um, <laughs> But we 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 brought up in the very beginning of the show the Johnny Morris's event that just happened a few weeks ago and very cool in some respects and not so cool in others. But uh, we were talking about the name, like I mean, like you know, my my feeling is like really like you can you found any other name out there? You want to chime in on this? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I've been pretty quiet about it myself the whole time because you know it, I've I, I've done many things before I accidentally became a tournament director one day, um, you know, and uh, in life you you run into situations in business where my analogy is: uh, Are you going to fight Budweiser if you're a small microbrewery, you know? Yeah. Um, they can, you know, the, the point is my, my initial thoughts and anybody that knows me knows me. I'll just say it the way it is because I, I don't like to have re any regrets in life. And it, if I'm true to myself and true to the situation, then I don't have to defend myself. But my initial thought was he needs to fire his creative director. Cause that was right. Uh, right. Uh, not a very, it, it wasn't a reach and, you know, um, the U.S. Open of bass or of U.S. Open of fishing is so am ambiguous as far as trademarks are concerned. Yeah. It's not unique enough, and it's not something they tried. They tried to get it. We tried to get it, but it can't. It couldn't be awarded the way it was. Although right. we've used it for over thirty-nine years. Right. Thirty-nine um, years, Johnny. <laughs> no, well, I heard that was the second but, choice. The first pitch was they were going to call it the Ultimate Fishing Championship UFC. Right. And then they said, "No, nah, that's already taken. Let's take let's take the Actually, before no. that, before that, UFC, they were going to call UFC it the UFC probably had more than us to defend themselves. Right. So. But <laughs> be before that one, they were going to call it the Bassmaster Trail. <laughs> but no, that one got what? shot down. <laughs> it's all good because, you know, to me, no matter I've been doing this, this will be my 12th year now. And, you know, no matter if it was English Choice Tournament Organization or if it was FLW, you know, because they're a competitor for the most part of my open events. But 
we now all work real nicely together. It, it's no matter what happens in the industry, it's the anglers who, who will make the difference because the anglers will always know or see through the facade. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. People can do what they want, but the U S open is the U S open. It always will be the U S open. And I've joked a couple of times and called it the real U S open, but <laughs> it's, it's water under the bridge. I mean, yeah. all that matters is, Keep talking it has shit on the them. tradition it has yeah. and people know the difference yeah 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 that's a good answer so, it so, got you great publicity though because all of us are talking about yeah. it well it, it, it did in some respects and it didn't in others because they had one of their qualifying events for the u.s open on mead and that's the one where they did a shotgun start people were banging into each other and they sunk eight boats so in that respect it, it's bad publicity but you know, we're right. joking about yeah, it now, but if I, I won that money, hey. I'd be calling Johnny Mars dad. Oh, I would call dad, too. <laughs> what do you need? Yes. Want me to go kick like an Ellie's answer? Dad. <laughs> dad. I, I dad. also know, obviously, like you, you know, we had to cancel one of the days this year. I mean, they 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 landed on a, a week, and I even called a couple contacts I had warning them because the week before that forecast didn't look good. And uh, whoever was on site and had to make the call was in a tough, tough position, you know, much tougher position than I think I would be in because of the expenses that was put out for the event itself yeah. and the trucks and the things and the people that they brought out because it's, it's not a small show. Yeah. Um, they wanted to make it a big deal and that it, it affects a lot of things. And um I've had to call two days in my 12 years at the U.S. Open based on weather, and lives are more important than trophies. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure the, the problem that I saw with that was you're dealing with amateurs versus guys that at least right. 90% of them have a lot of experience under their belt. You know, right. our open tournaments are an open style, and open means anybody can do it. If you've got a boat and you can pay the entry, you're a pro, you know, and that's some of the good things about our events is that it, it opens the door to anybody that wants to fish, but it's also very dangerous at times when you get conditions like you can at Lake Mead or places yeah. like that, when you don't know the capabilities of some of these people and what they, what they knowledge they may have or not have on big water or dangerous uh, areas like that. Yeah. Yeah. And Mead can be an instant monster in no minutes at all. It can. It can. I was surprised how, how big it got. Ferocious. Uh, out ferocious. There. Ferocious. Yep. The way the wind comes through Piping the canyons. right through there. And yeah. It was, it was yeah. incredible. It's a nasty body of water. It as is. nasty as I've been on, really. Yeah. You know, 30 and years. sloppy. Wow. Sloppy. Yeah. Not timed. Like, very. Yeah. But it's but it's so gorgeous at the gorgeous. same time. Oh, yeah. Awe-inspiring. Yeah. yeah. It is. It's yep. a beautiful place. Uh, Billy, let's, uh, let's say it one more time. Um, we've got uh, probably a couple new people chiming in and listening uh, that okay. weren't here on the early part of the broadcast. Uh, great event for Aaron coming up this Saturday uh, down in South Southern California. If people can go, how can they do it? And if people can't go, how can they, how can they help with okay. this? So it's December 18th, which is next Saturday, Lake Casitas, which is in Ventura, uh, area off the 101. Um, it's real easy to get to whether you're coming from Northern California or Southern California, but the event is from 12 to six o'clock and that's the physical event itself for people to uh, come and attend and see everybody and uh, uh, bid on certain items that we have available there on site, uh, you know, get involved in the opportunities to win stuff because in California you can't say raffles. Um, can't run raffles in California. Yeah. Um, so there are opportunities to win uh, sponsor items that have been gifted. But um, if you can't make it um, and you can't come physically there to donate, because we'll have the, uh, the ability to donate to the GoFundMe right there, if, if that's what you want to do, or if you want to just uh, auction in on some items that, that are happening at the show, you can do that. But if you're not able to come like yourselves, there's the GoFundMe page, which is the hog snatcher benefit for Aaron Martins on the GoFundMe. You can find it on our Facebook group page that we created, which is the hog snatcher uh, benefit uh, group page. There's a hog snatcher benefit event page. Um, 
the hashtag hog snatcher benefit will lead you to everything that we've been doing. There's a Jersey drive with over 150. I think it's almost 180 uh, pros that have confirmed that they're sending in their jerseys, wow. uh, awesome. which will be auctioned off. There's uh, Byron was telling us today that he's moving and he's uh, selling all his old tackle and giving all the proceeds to Leslie and the kids. There's so many people that are off in guide trips one of the guys offered uh, Max Hernandez out of Arizona is one of the pros that fishes my circuit. He does carpets and padding. So he said, Hey, Bill, I'd like to do something. Can I offer up a carpet and padding service? They just have to come to Arizona with their boat and I'll take care of it. And I said, sure. Anything helps. Well, it's already up to almost $2,000 wow. that he's going to then give to Leslie and the kids to do that service. Yeah. And there's guides that are offering up things that you can, Literally go to this group page, find the guide. Uh, Byron's offering a guide. John Pearl, which is a clear lake, big bait phenom is offering them. Um, there's so many people offering guide trips that if you bid on them and that bid's accepted before four o'clock uh, on December 18th, um, that money is all going to go to Leslie. And, you know, wow. the looks of it, it, it could eclipse something like $50,000 generated this Whoa. one weekend. That would be and that's awesome without anybody getting more involved in the GoFundMe now. So yeah. between now and next Saturday and the GoFundMe actually, cause Bassmasters uh, and us are working together. They're going to promote it up till March 11th. So the GoFundMe page is going to stay open until March 11th until it has to be uh, withdrawn into Leslie's account before it disappears. So we're all teaming up to promote it from here on out and we're actually going to do a um, memorial hog snatcher benefit at Lake Castaic in September, I think, this year, a team tournament where all the proceeds are going to go to the Martins family. So this is something that is probably going to just continue for years to go in, in some manner, shape, or form. Yeah. Well, that's Excellent. That, that's awesome. Uh, from so many aspects, that's awesome. Uh, for the memory of Aaron, for helping Leslie and the kids, uh, just amazing that that you and a lot of people, right? Because there's a lot of other people lot doing people. cool yeah. stuff. Uh, yeah. But it does, Pete, it does make you think that how Aaron touched so many people, all the support, it's deserving, right? It's all coming back full circle, man. Yeah, it's great to see it. 100%. Yeah. Aaron, you know, I was fortunate to know him a little bit. And, uh, I want you to take your mic out of your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> his mic's in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> take it out of the I, I, I loved him, and uh, Leslie was wonderful, and they they always treated me wonderfully uh, just from day one. Yeah. And, and, and I'll never forget it. You said it so well. Aaron had the ability to, to, to make you feel like you were the only one there, yeah. make you feel special. Hmm. Um, and, uh, and he definitely did. He did that to me, and uh, – and so many others. And I'm one that has donated a, a, a guide trip, a Bash University package, where we're going to give away a uh, annual subscription to Bash U, a clothing pack, and a, and a guide trip with me. Uh, we're going to raffle that off Heck yeah. as part of this program. Heck yeah. And, and That's awesome. And I, and I just, I, I just want to do more, and I will. I will keep doing more. He, he's just a, a powerful guy. And you know what? We feel blessed. I feel blessed. Because Aaron, um, Aaron gave knowledge uh, to Bass University. He gave a couple really, really powerful seminars that were, um, you know, in Aaron Martin style. And we were able to. Yeah. We were able to. Only the way Aaron can do that. Yeah. That's for sure. Yes. And, and remember, Amar, they were Amar style. Yeah. Yeah. Handing him the mic at the U.S. Open after he'd win a U.S. Open. You know, and, and wondering and where chasing him around. Go. Where, <laughs> yeah. where, where is he going? To yeah, go? oh, he'd great. be talking about something, and then his daughter would move, and he'd be gone for like a millisecond. Yeah, and come back, <laughs> and it'd be a yeah. totally different subject. But it was just Aaron, and oh, you know, great. seeing him at the U.S. Opens, and you know, I think the U.S. Open, although he didn't really because he can't really relax at events like that. But it was something that when he came there, he took a methodical time and he'd be up on the top story of the 
parking structure working on his stuff until 11, one o'clock in the morning with his headlamp on. And I'd walk out there going, dude, what are you doing? And we'd have some of the best talks and, you know, just connections. And I'd, yeah. I'd watch him tie line. And we had a couple guys show up one night and uh, just, just hang out, you know, really? tell yeah. story. It's like Maddie said, my mom's from the big island of Hawaii. So I'm Papa Howley myself. So listening to Maddie and listening to him talk pigeon kind of is a, it hits home because I'm, I'm part Hawaiian myself, but uh, you know, it's, Ohana, Aaron was part of the family, you know, and the way he'd reach out at just random moments. One of, one of the things I posted on my Facebook page was our communication. I, I recorded our text messages up until the end. And just so other people could see that, you know, it's okay to be open with your friends and to be vulnerable with, with people and to be yeah. real with people. Yeah. You know, and he was real in every aspect, you know, and uh, his mom, his family, Leslie, I mean, to be with somebody that's going through that and to support him to the end, to allow him to be fishing to the last moment. Yeah. Yeah. Until he was in hospice. It must have been very hard for her to do that, but yeah. it must have been very easy at the same time for her to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, but well, I appreciate you guys having me come on and allowing me to, to do what we can to help Leslie and the kids and to have people hear about it. And Becky, thank you for working with me and to allow Mike to come to the U S open and allow me into your living room there. Yeah. Well, we, we appreciate it. The pleasure's ours. Thank you for allowing us to, to help you. Uh, it's amazing to talk about this and here's what I want to say one last time before we let you go. I will see you next October at the <laughs> real U.S. Open. The real U.S. Open. <laughs> I will see you at the real U.S. Open. So. All right, man. Love you, bro. Billy, love you, too. Take it easy. Have a good night. You, too. Take care, guys. Okay. Thank you. Billy Thank Egan, you. everybody. Man. I wonder where he was. He looked like he was on the bridge of the Starship Enterprise. I don't know. I like <laughs> it. I saw neon in the back. He was either drinking daiquiris or shooting lasers. I don't know. Like SpaceX. He I liked it. Elon Musk. I liked SpaceX. it a lot. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, that is cool. It's amazing that he's doing that, though, because, yeah. you know, here's here's the thing. You know, um, he should do it. And Aaron was a great person. But it always worries me for in the professional fishing industry, right? Like. These dudes don't have, you know what I mean? And I don't know Aaron's situation, right? But, like, yeah. this isn't yeah. a normal profession. Yeah, there's, there's no so 401K. There's, there's no, no 401K. Insurance. There's, there's no, no set insurance programs. Yeah. There's, you know, the company's not initiating savings or helping you. You know, it's like you're on your own you're, with you're this your shit. You're your own business. You're man. your own business. You're on yeah. your own. They, oh, yeah. they don't, the organizations don't give a shit. They're like, yeah. Do, you know. So that always worries me. Whether, well, and think you about know. most most sponsor contracts have somewhere in there that if you're unable to tournament fish anymore, what or whatever you know your contract is, they, like the contract ends. Yeah, they do, they do, and I hate that, and I get it, and I don't get it, you know. And and, and I'm sure sponsors, it's a case by case basis. Oh, I'm not saying that's what yeah. Aaron's sponsors are, but no, that's no, no, just no, a very standard yeah. language it is thing standard. in a, in a it contract. It is standard. Yeah, it is standard. So this is going to help. I hope. Stuff continues to go throughout the year, and and for sure, um, it's going to go to to Leslie and the kids, which is yeah. which yeah. is amazing. Yeah. You know, so Billy's awesome. He's awesome. He's a good dude, man. We got to yeah. get him out here one day. He's a West Coast guy, though. He probably won't come to the East Coast. He doesn't want to hear gay shit, all that stuff. You know. <laughs> he doesn't want to fish all day for a twelve inch bass. Right. Yeah. Well, they the know. one caught at Audrey today was a four pounder, though. Did you see that? Nah. Who caught it? What? Don't know. I can't remember. Snack one four pound. One. Yeah. One, one four pound. There's always a but. We were always qualifying it. I, yeah. I can't stand that. Oh, you bought. But, no, but, we caught one fish. But Audrey used to have giant smallmouths in it. But the bucket fisherman took them out. But. Uh, Lake X got stocked with smallmouth for no reason. Yeah. Lake X got. <laughs> Lake, Lake, Lake X might have got a couple big ones today. Who knows? There's no telling. Uh, <laughs> you better knock that shit off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to lead the way. <laughs> he lives over here, guys. Put your energy to where it needs to be. Chris Smith, yeah. the New Jersey Department of I'm working of on that. 
I'm working on that. Spe- Nobody else is doing shit, yeah. but I'll speaking work of, on it. Speaking of controversy, why don't I bring this up here real quick? Dave, did you realize that I went to fish Alloway last oh, week? Oh, boy. And hooked up my bass boat, drove over there to Alloway to find a locked gate. Locked gate with a little sign. I'll, and I'm, I'm going to make a post at some point eventually because I want to stir this pot saying, you know, uh, b- because of the uh, things that happened in this summer, we were forced to ordinance uh, or this ordinance uh, to shut this gate. To the and I'm thinking, Come on, man. you fucks. I, this is a terrible idea. It's a, no, it's a good idea. No, because talk about it right now. You I'm think? Not, oh. Let me just say it's one last thing. mindset, but go uh, ahead. Let me say one last thing. We'll go on to something more positive. Yes, um, please. I think that's wrong. It's From wrong. what I understand, the state worked a deal out with the township to fix that dam with with the understanding that they would allow Tax public taxpayer money. Taxpayer money. Yeah. So you have to allow access. So you right. have to allow access. And to, the dirtbags so found a way to shut the gate they again. They found a way to shut the scumbags. gate. They found a way to shut the gate, which is wrong. So I'll post later on my own site about that and let yeah. guys. Maybe you should talk to that tussle. Lake uh, Association and find out what they did. You can lock this thing down a little bit. Well, I know. <laughs> That's <laughs> the same shit. Well, it is a little bit the same shit here. But but the, here's the difference. That, here's the difference. When we had all there's, that we had all that water about ten years ago, we had that heavy remember all the dams busted here in South yeah, Jersey? Yeah. This this association had the wherewithal to create an association and have money to repair the dam on our own merit. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we didn't leverage taxpayer dollar to fix this dam. When the Alloway Dam went, them dumbasses oh. didn't have They a had their pockets dam. inside out looking for money. Yeah. They did the, they did the pocket slap. Like, yeah. yeah. You know? Right. Oh. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, Chode, I got no money. I want to move on. Go, go, dude. Thank you, Ben. Go, Chode. Hey, this is going to go down. We don't get paid till Friday. Um, so I think I'm allowed to say this, and if I can't, I guess I'll, I'll get slapped on the wrist by Miss Carol on Monday. But, but however, the scholarship dinner is coming back. Oh, nice. We are coming back to the um, Centerton Country Club, the Grove, the Grove at Centerton. Sorry, that's the proper name. Um, it is the last Friday in January. I'm blanking on the exact number date, but it's that it's that week right before the Super Bowl. It's that Friday evening. We are going to have so many baskets. It's going to be a ton of fun. Oh, good. But we have added what? to the fun this year. Oh, my God. And we finally got approval from the state, the county, the uh, the Pope. I don't know. You had to get so many permissions Maddie's from this. Maddie's bringing his uh, barbershop quartet. That would be cool. Yes. Be cool. And they're going to play music next to our gaming tables. Oh. So we are going to have like craps and roulette and all that fun stuff. So we're going to have you some gambling gaming tables. Oh. Gaming. Oh, Terminology. Has to be oh, you correct. can't say gambling. Mm. We will be using gaming tables. <laughs> gambling. Can't say gambling. Playing on some gaming tables. So that is super exciting is for exciting. the foundation. Yeah, that's awesome. We're excited. The scholarship question is out. So if you know any graduating high school seniors mm. that are heading off to college, they have given back to their community through yeah. the outdoors in some way, shape, or form. Tell them to fill out the application. They could be a recipient of the Ike Foundation scholarship. Very cool. Um, we also... I think the Pro-Am, if it isn't announced, is about to be announced. The date, um, we already have a bunch of kids' events. Uh, we're working with a food bank in Delaware, a couple other folks. So we're, we'll be announcing that we're going to have some events for kids. And we're also coming out with our own youth tournament trail. Oh, Long wow. overdue. Long overdue. Wow. Finally, finally hitting in 2022. Yes. What's that about? So I, I can't say too much because we're still waiting on permitting, and most of these places won't give permit. They've tentatively said, yes, that this should work, but they won't give permits till January 1st, so I can't really say. But um, we want to make sure that kids have the opportunity to tournament fish that wouldn't have the opportunity. So it's going to be small boat tournament events. Um, we've also got a ton of volunteers that have already offered to um, – volunteer their boat so they would be a boater a lot of these kids in our area don't have the parent or the relative or whoever who has mm. the boat mm-hmm. so they want to fish tournaments um you know kind of in our region new jersey pennsylvania delaware maryland but they, they don't have the means so we kind of 
they get excluded, yeah. you know, from this opportunity. Yeah. So we're trying to figure out a way to do that. So if you want to volunteer yeah. during our events. It's very, it's very cool. The, the thing that hit me when they, they started this process uh, a year ago, and, and, I, and this is why I love it, is when you look at other sports for kids in this in this state, call it the tri-state area, right? Mm -hmm. You got wrestling. You guys, are, your sons are both involved in wrestling, or you have soccer, or you have music. You have all these camps and tournaments and easy access for these kids to get involved in that sport. In fishing, it's very limited. It's at the, the, the state level. The reality isn't here in New Jersey. They're all in North Jersey, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. They all they're all up there instead of spread out. And so they're all big boat tournaments now, so you have to have right. a big motor. Right. They're all, right. So they switched it to all big boats where this one's going to be big or little. You're going to have access yeah. to yeah. do Yeah, well, it'll be trolling motor trolling only. Trolling motor only like. So I like it. Anything that opens up to get more kids to be yeah. able to tournament fish, I like it. I, like I liked it. when the, the Federation had a requirement that you had to have a youth club as part of your club. That right. was that was a requirement. Yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, and it's missing now. Right, like, there's nowhere for these kids to go. Yeah, that one. I, I think it's really cool that you're having yeah. this tournament. You, I, I'm I'm visualizing like volunteers are going to be coming with boats. People can sign up no matter what, mm -hmm. and get into a boat and go out and fish. Yeah, and compete. That's that's exciting. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah We're excited. also putting together a program. So if there's kids that want to um, compete but don't even have the equipment, yeah. we're going to have so many slots available for those uh, kids awesome. as well. So we can that's get them awesome. equipped so they can get out there. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let me change right. topics real quick. Dave, this came up in my news feed real quick. I Dave? Go to we, don't, I we, don't, we don't do politics. Okay. Trump clouds Pence's efforts to lay groundwork for 2020. 20, uh, 2024 presidential bid. All right, just want to throw that out there real quick. <laughs> and then we're just gonna we're just we're, dro we're dropping the mic. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Dave's face. I mean, it, it's all fake news. And I'm going <laughs> to tell you why. <laughs> if Trump if Trump decides to run, it doesn't matter what Republican says they want to run. Trump's got the nomination. Right. So what's the white noise in the article that they're trying to get out? Because yeah, the headline know. itself isn't the story. They're just trying there's to cause disturbance. No, but there's something inside. And if you read it, I'll, I'll, be, able, I'll be able to show you. Okay. All yeah. right. Af after we're done here, we I've might learned how to dissect the drive-by's attempt. <laughs> <laughs> the drive-by Drive-by media. Rush Limbaugh called them that. The drive-by <laughs> media. Because they uh, they find a topic, they drive yeah. by, they light it up, yeah. get everyone stirred, and they drive on to the next topic and yeah. get everyone stirred it's up. It's like on. that there's a shortage of cream cheese and toilet paper yeah. and death fluid. Did you know that, Bri? Wait, what? Cream cheese. Cream death cheese? fluid. Yeah. Death fluid is a is a, an engine exhaust. If you have a diesel. If you have a diesel, you have to add death fluid to There's a shortage of that? Shortage of death fluid. And cream cheese. But I think the people who are starting these shortages are the companies selling the product mm -hmm. because then it's Supply like a mad demand. it's a mad rush. Yeah. Can you imagine how wealthy we would be if we were to listen to that guest on one of the original Ike Lives and all about bought Bitcoin? into crypto? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bitcoin. Yeah. Bitcoin. Mike Richardson. Uh, I don't want to talk about that shit. Mike Richardson. Oh I was gosh. following that forever. Genius. That would I know amazing. someone who bought some and made so much money yeah. off it. Cash like, cow. Uh, Big cash cow. Fake money. Fake money. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, but so fake you money did can make nothing. You, money. you did nothing to earn it. It's the fucking stock market. It's bullshit. It is. Go earn your freaking money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, oh, it's fucking gambling. God, I, God, I can't stand it. It's trash. Yeah. Earn, your, earn an honest living. Yeah. Earn your money. Or yeah. go f All right, what Brian, do we have Brian, left to do on Brian, this Christmas Brian extravaganza? Buy, Brian failed to buy Bitcoin. Yeah. Well, here's what yeah, we're right going to do. Here's I bought houses yeah. to put children in so yeah. they can go learn. We've got to do MTV. What do you do with your Bitcoin? And then we hit a quarantine. and. Still yeah, how do, good. how do you want to operate this? You want to do you want to do a We're gonna do a commercial. All right, let's do a commercial. Listen, when we come back, this last segment's gonna be short, but when we come back, we have an MTB unboxing and, and Stormtrooper. Storm oh, we'll have another break before and that, there might though. be some more stuff. Uh-oh. Okay, hang in there with us. When we come back, more I glad. Johnny Morris? Four and a half inch yeah. drop shot worm. <laughs> Bam a bug. Finesse jig, PB and J. Give me something hard. Hey. KVD here. Now, I didn't always know this much about fishing. Three-aught, no, four-aught EWG worm hook. In fact, there was a time when I couldn't tell the difference between a jerkbait 
and a stick bait. But then I signed up for Mystery Tackle Box, the original monthly tackle subscription. And now I know more about fishing than I do about Calculus. And he knows a lot about Calculus. Plus, I get amazing extras like free fishing magazines. October 2016, featured article, four places to throw a frog, exclusive decals, <coughs> zombie bass, and how-to videos for all the great baits I receive. How to tune a crankbait. Is that underwater footage I smell? I got goosebumps. So if you're looking to develop enhanced fishing abilities like me, or you just like getting new tackle every month, go to mysterytacklebox.com and get your box today. Live minnows. Is it lunchtime already? Nature's candy. Oh. Look at this stuff. That's one of the keys, this scent right here, right? It's it's not liquid. It's almost it's almost like a paste. And when you put that on that hard bait, this is on a rapala X wrap, it just sort of coats it. And I love it because it stays on there. You know, I've used scents in the past where you put that scent on, two or three casts later, it's gone, it's gone. You don't have it on there. This last 20, 30, 40 cast. Dude, the thing I love about this stuff, watch, I want, I want you to watch this as Brian puts this on. Look at, the, look at the material, right? You've got, this is, we're using shad today, so it's got natural bits of shad in there. It's got enzymes, aminos. It's that sticky icky. It's that sticky, sticky. You know, if you know, you know. Yeah. Dude, no, no, no jig, nothing, just liquid mayhem on a bear hook. <laughs> liquid mayhem. The bottle of liquid mayhem. You know? You take pride in your boat, so it deserves the best protection possible. Our durable woven fabric prevents ripping and provides UV protection. And our tape seams provide protection against the elements. The heavy-duty shock cord hem and strap and buckle system provide a tight and secure fit. Our top-of-the-line boat covers come with a ventilation system to keep your boat free from mole buildout. Empire Covers. Protecting what you love. This is your tackle. Not that kind of tackle. You use it to catch this, or this, or this. You also use this, and that, and these. This, this is your environment. So is this. You love it, live for it, but it will turn this into that. This is the Flambeau Z-Rust Max Tuftainer Series. These are fully infused with exclusive Z-Rust BCI anti-corrosion technology. This is a U.S. Naval battleship. The same Z-Rust technology used here has been used on those to protect advanced weapon systems from corrosion in conditions like these. For the fish, it's invisible, odorless, tasteless. And for you, it's FDA-safe anti-rust protection for a minimum of five years. This is the next level of tackle management. Not that kind of management. This is the Flambeau legacy of tackle systems. What's your tackle worth? It's more than who you are. It's who you with. And it's more than what you do. It's where you do it. Tin Cup Mountain Whiskey.